Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing Greta Gerwig's Little Women. This movie came out in 2019. I have seen many adaptations of Little Women made into film starting in the 90s with the one with featuring Winona Ryder, and Little Women was one of my favorite books during childhood. Although I have to say I really did like Joe's Boys and Little Men better, simply because it involved boys and their capers, which I found more interesting as a tomboy myself. But anyway, I really, really enjoyed this adaptation of Little Women. This was nominated for six Academy Awards, and I totally see why, as... It really was kind of like Little Women boosted up much better than any kind of classic adaptation I have seen so far. I really enjoyed and appreciated the sections that discussed how Amy was getting married because that's what she had to do as a woman in those times if she did not want to be a spinster and wanted to have her own money since she was not able to be an artist and reach the level that she would need to in order to support herself. I really liked how it showed the struggles of women in that time period and how they could not earn like a man could in that era because of just being a woman. I really liked Joe's portrayal in this show and how she shows both the gregarious nature of Joe and also the side of her that's a little more vulnerable as she's sitting there talking about, you know, wanting to be a writer, wanting to, you know, have control of her own life, but still sitting there going at the end of the day, you know, what will I do in this society if I do become a spinster and my books don't publish well? I mean, it's a very honest look at the 1800s and how women's lives were. I love the camaraderie between the sisters as the story progresses and the integration of Lori into their lives. Um, this book was one of my favorites, in fact, because of the camaraderie between all four of the sisters and Lori. And I loved how it brought both boys and girls together in a way that didn't necessarily have to be romantic, where they were just having fun together. Now, some would argue that's not true because Lori does in the end want to marry Joe and then does in the end marry Amy. But at the end of the day, when they're kids playing around, they're just kids having fun. And that's what I really enjoyed about the book itself and also this adaptation for screen. I really don't like when Beth dies in this show, and I really don't like when Beth dies in the, in the book, because that's the one reason, one of the main reasons, aside from Amy, I did not like either the book or the movie, as well as Little Men or Joe's Boys. Amy in this movie is a lot more likable, personally, in my opinion, than in the other screen adaptations I have seen. She's still not a likable character. She's very vain. She's very calculating, and I don't mean to wear, but at the end of the day, I mean, I think we can all sit there and go, we hope for the best, but we all know if we've read Little Men how Amy continues to turn out, and it's not particularly admirable. I mean, yeah, she married Lori because she liked him, but she also married Lori because, well, he was very wealthy, and she was going to worry someone wealthy anyway. So, I mean, I'm not trying to be bad here to Amy. I'm simply pointing out that fact. But I did really like this adaptation. The only thing I would have changed about the entire 
um, movie was the end with regards to Joe and the professor who she ends up marrying. The last scene was just a little too sappy, in my opinion. I mean, she knew this guy in New York, and Professor Bear is one of my favorite characters in Louisa May Alcott's work. I think he's a dear character. But the fact that she goes from liking this person who we really don't get much backstory except, you know, they had an argument regarding Joe's literature and how she was going in her writing directions. But we go from that to he comes to see her, and then she madly and passionately embraces him at the train station, and they decide to get married. There's really nothing leading up. There's no real backstory or development, except we knew they knew each other at the boarding house. And that just seems really abrupt and kind of put together, and doesn't make a lot of sense at the end of this movie. I did love, though, how they interjected that with um, Joe sitting there and going, well, if I have to marry my character off to make money, then I better get some money off of marrying that character off when she's discussing her rights and if she's going to keep the copyright. And I really liked how they showed her to be business savvy as well as a good writer, because we really don't get that much of an aspect in the other films that they've made for Little Women. I think the best one for that would be for showing her as a writer would be the Rhinona writer version back in the 1990s. I'm thinking that came out like in 1995. I'm not really certain on the exact year. But this would be my favorite version I have seen so far with the Winona Ryder version coming second, mainly because they made Amy much less repellent as she grew older. And I'm only saying that because she does take up quite a bit of screen time and every single every single film adaptation I've seen up to this point at the end of it it really is hard for me to watch the Amy character because she is extremely repellent. Not to say that she isn't repellent in this one, but she's a little less repellent than in the others. She's just, it's really hard to work with a character like Amy. I mean, she's very thoughtless, she's not considerate at all, and she just kind of lives life for herself and trying to make her nose less crooked, which don't seem to be very too good goals in life, personally, in my opinion. But I would give this this movie probably a 10 out of 10, simply because it was extremely well done. It had Emma Watson, um, Meryl Streep, and Laura Dern, to name a few of the excellent actors and actresses that played in this show. And it really is quite masterful. I would probably watch it with any age of kid could watch this show. Now, it would depend on the Basically, the level of understanding your child had, because some kids wouldn't get this show until they were probably about eight years old, and then they would be able to follow the storyline a little better. But I know several five, four-year-olds that could follow this quite well, but that's, again, a kind of rare kid that would get a storyline. This is a complex one because it has multiple characters, and it follows kind of interspersing, they're interspersing, their stories in between. We don't have in a linear storyline. It's like we're going with flashbacks and then moving forward in time, which is kind of interesting and keeps the mind going, even though this is a long um, story. 
Let me see here. I'm guessing this is, yep, it's 135 minutes, so it's over two hours. But I would definitely watch this again. It's one of my favorites I've seen in a long time. I kind of took today because I had a bunch of movies from the library that I really needed to get through. And I also just kind of needed a break from all my normal work that I do during the week. So I was like, today, Anna is just going to sit down and kind of binge watch some shows. And it was very interesting. At the end of the day, the only two I can really say that I'd recommend are this one and the one I did the previous podcast on featuring Imelda Staunton. And I would definitely recommend this one over the Imelda Staunton one simply because I could sit down with all my kids, any age group, and watch that without having to skip anything. And I really was really pleased with this one. So Greta Gerwig did a fabulous job. Can't recommend this highly enough. And with that, Anna out on Little Women. Bye!